Good morning, good morning, good morning. God, we lay at your feet this morning. We care for you so much because you first care for us. We thank you that the times are getting greater in and through our lives, Lord God. We can sense in our spirit the changes that's taking place. We see more of you in our life. We see more the provisions of you in our life. We see more of your ways in our life. We see more of heavenly downloads in our life. We are stepping in the full manifestation of the weight of your glory, God, that's resting upon our life as a believer. You are a man that you shall not lie. Every word you have spoken regarding a believer is coming to pass right now in and through our life. And for that we say thank you for being a man that you shall not lie. We thank you, Father, for providing us with such a hunger and a thirst for your righteousness. We thank you, God, we've been brought back to you because of the blood of Christ and not our blood alone. I pray today, God, that we begin to believe. Those in the world begin to believe only in your word, only in who you are. It's no way you can be pleased to hear from your, a child and they don't believe in you, God. The words that people are speaking determines whether they believe in you or not. Because they're speaking words without hope. Speaking words without faith. Speaking what you're not saying. It's the opposite to what you are. Who you are. And how you respond to us. So I lift up my neighbors who's lacking in believing in you. It's no way someone can ask and ask and ask for a deliverance of a financial breakthrough so their family can eat and not know you will provide. People are asking for money and they're asking for presents and asking for everything else but what they ought to ask for by only believing. A lot of people lift up their hands to you and don't believe. A lot of people talk about you But don't believe So Lord help their unbelief today No longer I want to speak a conversation With someone who talks like they know you And yet they don't believe Believing is trusting in you Trusting is loving you I don't want my neighbors to walk on devil day on this earth, God. Not believing you are who you say you are. You're not just going to provide for me and my family and don't have anything provided for them and theirs. That's not who you are. I don't want your name being misrepresented any longer. I thank you, Father, for your love. I thank you, God, for your presence. I thank you, angels, for going forth, bringing everything we say to pass. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for interceding on our behalf, covering us when we need it. I thank you, Jesus, for being our Lord. My mind is always on you. I believe I only believe. There's so many of us who just don't. And not even trying to. They're not even aware that they don't. And those who are aware, 
They don't continue to grow higher and higher. And you, they start with the full weight of what you have for them. Hallelujah. God, I pray this morning that everyone begin, everyone from the north, south, east, and west, all over this entire planet, begin to hunger for who you really are and what you say you're able to do. Let us not try to figure you out or have your plan according to what we say and how we want it to take place. But that you get the glory, God. You get the honor. You get all the praise. How can someone say they believe and they say words that they say out their mouth? How can they say they believe and they talk down upon their neighbor? How can they say they believe and they don't even spend any time with you? Forgive them for their actions, God. If I could hide your eyes from seeing it, I would. But we need your, we need your, your watching upon our life. Because that protects us and keeps us from sudden danger. We need you to watch us as you do. Protect us as you do. Comfort us as you do. Provide for us as you do. Continue being our God for you are so good to us. I can't make anyone believe. I can only release my truth from my believing. And what I've been receiving due to me believing. And they would know according to your fruit and keep watching your life and see the hand of God on it. But I don't want them to wait to watch and then decide to go. I want them to go right now. I thank you, Father, so much for your love. People are really crying out. I need food. I need money. I need clothes. I need a job. I need a vehicle. I need a spouse. I want children. I need, I need, I need. And the Lord is your shepherd. You have no wants. So how can you have a need? Hallelujah. A lot of us are not resting in your presence. We're moving around when we should be resting. We're talking when we should be listening. I thank you for the gifts on the inside of me are being exposed. For a long time, I saw myself by myself. I saw me being too strange, too unfamiliar. And a lot of people allow me to see that by their facial expressions, but not in a negative way. Just like, who are you? You sound so much like Christ. You look so much like Christ. You pray so much like Christ. The words you say is like Christ. Because I believe. I have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. I'm not just going to take in and say I believe in God. And yet I'm struggling in the area of my life or not believing. So instead of me watching TV or going to the parties or going out somewhere or going to the grocery store or going shopping. I decide to sit at home and begin to gravitate on this word. So I can't believe. Because I realize God has emotions and feelings as we do. He wouldn't say he a jealous God. He wouldn't say, I, he enjoy, he delight in glory. Those are emotions, those are feelings. The anger, the wrath of God, that's a feeling. So I looked at said, put myself in his shoes. And yet I create all of humanity in my image, in my likeness. 
And yet some wave their hands at me. Some love on some try to love on me, praise my name, worship me, and yet don't believe. From generation to generation to generation, all the way from Genesis to Revelation, people was lacking in believing. And they saw the miracles. They were there and still didn't believe. Jesus', Jesus own disciples was lacking in their believing at times. When he said on the third day, meet me in Galilee. I will meet you in Galilee on the third day. On the third day, they were still in Jerusalem. The angel had to tell Mary and them, did he not say he was going to meet you in Galilee? See, we don't know the importance of having a blood bought right. We don't know the importance of being reconciled back to God. We don't know the importance of Jesus saying it's finished. How can we say it's finished and yet we're still holding on to what he already accomplished? Hallelujah. How can you allow your body to talk your spirit into doing anything? Anything. I decide to fast. And all of a sudden you stop your fast because hunger came up? And then when you do fast, you tell everybody about it? And then when God say, no meat or no sweets, you, you try to create meals that satisfy you simi- similar, a similarity to meat and a similarity to sweets. Instead of just going cold turkey as an honor and a privilege to give up something because you believe in your God. And you believe in your God to release something on your behalf. Hallelujah. I've been empowered by the presence of God. I've been empowered by the knowledge of God. I've been empowered with God's wisdom. I can see more clearly now. Hallelujah. The depression of rain is gone over my life. The storm is over. Do that mean I'm not going to have another obstacle? No, it does not. But I know who I am. Therefore, through every trial and every tribulation, I know I'm always able to stand. Because I've been empowered. The devil can't cause me to fall unless I allow him to. And that I would never do. Hallelujah. This is not a game over your life. The word is not a game. It's not just a book to make you feel good. It's to let you know everything already worked out for your good. What are you worrying for? That's not a believer. What are you doubting for? What are you scared about? In fear of? Why do you keep claiming diseases and sicknesses over your body when it doesn't even exist in the presence of God? The devil try to creep up lies. That's who he is. A liar. So if, you, if, if cancer try to creep up, you already know it's been born on the cross. Therefore, it can't even come there by dwelling. Shut up, Satan. See, he knows when you've been exposed to the truth and you grab hold to it. He knows. So he's searching other ways. How can I get her, How can I get her off track? 
I can't get her off track when it comes to healing. She's already synchronized. I can't get her off track when it comes to love. She's already synchronized. I can't get her off track when it comes to praise and worship when things seem not to be going right because she's already synchronized. So what else can I do? Shut up, Satan. Hallelujah. Good things come to those who wait. I got a revelation yesterday. When God revealed things to us, and it's okay for us to be excited, but be anxious for nothing. I told God, I said, you sizing me up with all these visions. And then another tell me to wait. You know how I am, God. Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's for that's far as everything in your life. But it's so necessary to be patient. Why God wants you to be patient? Because you're resting. Why do he want you to rest? Because that's you believing and trusting that he has the best interest for your life. We're not trying to figure him out. Oh, maybe I'm not ready yet. Or maybe I got to get this done first. No, no. It's the fact that he wants you to continue to trust in him. He's taking your level of trusting in him to a higher level in your patience. And because you're patient and you're trusting him, now you're blessed without entirely wanting Nothing. Then can you get to the point in your life where you be blessed and entirely what and nothing? Can you see the finished work be done in your life? Get over that threshold with your believing, with your faith, with your praise, with your thanksgiving. Hallelujah. There's nothing too hard for God to do. You have to come to an agreement with that. God had me sign a lot of papers in the spiritual realm and still sign. I'm signing papers every day. And they are nothing but agreements of what God is doing in and through my life from this day forward. I'm agreeing to what he's doing. That means I'm synchronized. We're on the same page. So by me saying yes, now he's releasing what it takes for me to grab hold to walk in what he called me to walk in. Hallelujah. I don't want to hear any more conversations about loving God, believing in God, and yet you don't trust him. It's no way. I'm not being impatient with people. It's the fact that these are the same people who pointing their fingers at other people who's trying to believe God. And yet you don't even believe. Hallelujah. You're just sitting up there with all this theology, all these fancy words and sayings and quotes and don't even simply believe only. Hallelujah. Love. When you operate in love, you have God. When you operate in love, you trust God. When you operate in love, you only believe. I'm no higher than you. I'm no better than you. You're no better than I. I only choose to believe. I'm not going to allow no circumstance in this present world that we live in. When we've been given the power and authority to declare, decree anything that come our way, it can be established. So therefore, there's nothing that's going to overtake me any longer. No devil, no demon, no obstacle, no trial, no tribulation, no weight, no worry, no pain, no fear, no debt, no nothing. 
I came to that agreement. I'm only going to believe God. You take care of me. I don't care what my situation looks like. You are my provider. You're my healer. I'm not going to allow Christ on my behalf to die and yet rise and I not rise unaware. When he died, I did. When he died to sin, I died to sin. When he died to loneliness, I died to When he died to confusion, when he died to death, when he died to anger, when he died to poverty, when he died to sickness and disease. Any form of abuse that you can ever imagine, you died. And when he rose, do you know what happened when he rose? Everything he died for was finished. It's not that he took everything he died for with him when he rose. It's gone. So why are you trying to grab hold to a lie Satan bringing your way? It's a lie. God asks you to do certain things and we tell him no. Why? Fear of rejection? Why are you afraid? How is the world going to ever see greater works if you keep being afraid to even perform, I mean, release and minister the greater works? Hello? It takes boldness to do the things God asks us to do. And guess what? If you get out of yourself and, and talk your, not talk yourself out of it and keep listening to God and do what he asks you to do, whether how bold or strange it is, you're going to see the outcome of why he asked you to do that. And you're going to be so honored that he chose you to do that. Because that's what the world currently needs. The world needs faith. The world needs love. Comfort. God's sending me places that a lot of people wouldn't even want to go. Put your arms around men who dress like women. Who on the streets selling their body. Just to tell them, I care. Or just stand there with them. And if one of them happen to ask you why you're there, then you can release to them why you're there. And when they hear the response to you saying why you're there, it convicts them to convert them. Because love showed up. You don't know why people do the things that they do or live the way that they live. No boy grow up as a young boy saying in school when they ask, what do you want to be when you grow up? No little boy never asked or never was to be a woman. To dress like a woman. To change my name to a woman. Or no female never answered and said, I want to be a man. I want to be a boy. Something took place. The devil saw opportunity to creep that in their life and they opened themselves up to it. To those who want to foul bodies. In other words, rape people, children, men, women. It's a control thing. You want to have control. Is even it happened to you or you want to have control. So your, your way of controlling is allowing your body, the lust of the devil, to overtake your body and to try to take someone else's body. Their innocence. And you feel power. 
You think you feel empowered by looking at the weakness that they have because they're defenseless because you're attacking them. But it's still a lie. For those who go around shooting up buildings, setting fires, killing people for no reason, just killing innocent people, going out on a rampage, mass murderers. You got the Green Lake murderer, the River Hill murderer, you got all kinds of murderers, the Manson murderers, all kinds of murderers. Because of somewhere down the line, they've been hurt and filled with rage because they didn't write it down what they were going through. They didn't write down their thoughts and their pain. They didn't see no way out, so they sat in darkness and allowed the devil to torment them. Reminding them of people who hurt them. And then they begin to hate all humanity. So now they begin to feel dark inside. No light at all within them. So when they go out places, they see everyone as a target. They don't even have room. They, didn't, they left love. They have no room for love. Because they let the devil torment them that much. So now everyone, it must, everyone in front of them must die. And they get a thrill out of it. Hallelujah. And they will make it look so, when you look at it, it looks so foolish because then they take their own life. That was the devil's plan. They got people out here studying witchcraft, vampire spirits. God done took me around some vampires before. And I was like, what? And they looked at me. As soon as they looked at me, they opened their mouth and I seen all these teeth, these fangs. And they got real fangs implanted in their gums like they real vampires. And these were young people, teenagers, like less than 21, between 17 and 21. A big old group of them. And I'm by myself. I started getting nervous. And all of a sudden, I said, hold up. God with me. Then all of a sudden, this power came over me. The same power and awareness that David had when he had that slingshot for Goliath. The same power came over me. And I walked towards them. In fact, I started running towards them. I had no weapon. I just started running towards them. And they left. They left. They was like, we sense power here. We wanted fear to show up, but power showed up. So we got to go. Hallelujah. You have to know that nothing overtake you when you're walking with God. God is not going to have you walk with him and allow anything to happen to you for his name's sake. Hallelujah. Don't worry for nothing. Let your answer be straight, plain, plain, straight out how God wants you to answer. Spend more time in his presence. The people that, that you look up to, continue to pray for them. Your spiritual leaders, continue to pray for them. And when you see them make a mistake, don't walk away from them. Pray for them. That's what we got to stop doing. When we stop seeing something that we, wanted, that we didn't want to see, we walk away from it. Oh, you're not who I thought you was. You start looking at them less, you consider them less viable than you did at first. That's not how God sees any of us. My message today is for you to believe in God. Don't talk the talk. Don't just walk the walk. All I'm asking you to do is just only believe. 
Whatever God revealed to you, believe. Don't figure out how it's going to get here. Just believe. Okay, God said this. I'm going to hold him to this. And there's a lot of things that God did not say. And we hold on to stuff that's not that God just did not say. Hallelujah. God didn't say that. No one should feel like I can't hear from God. God has something to say to every single one of us. You call him your God because you heard his voice. You can hear. Everyone has the ability to hear. Hallelujah. He's just not going to over talk you. He's not. If you already have up in your mind, your mind made up about something, he's not going to intervene. I mean, intervene until you decide to give him an, uh, I mean, give another option to allow him to come in and show you or tell you what he really mean about it. He's not going to overstep anything that you think that you, that he will overstep. He's not going to do that. He's going to wait till you come to a place patiently. Wait till you come to a place, no matter how long it takes you to come to that place of realization. But I don't want anyone to be delayed. I really don't. Because I delayed a couple of things in my life. But I thank God that it, did, it wasn't denial. <laughs> it just was a delay. But you got to realize, our decisions impact, and it, I mean, not impact, it affects other people who connected to our purpose who connected to our destiny so we got to make the right decisions all the time because of me not making the right decisions it pushed some things backwards no forgive me god it didn't push it backwards it caused it to stand still and not go forward and it, it caused it not to manifest during the time it was supposed to manifest but because I decided and I realized what I did was wrong and gave my life to God, I gave him my full yes, he picked it up where I left off. But it took years, my God. <laughs> but the fact is, God said, don't live in the past, live in the now and the future. Don't beat yourself up and don't be angry at yourself. Because I can get angry still sometimes, even though I'm healed. I can still be like, dang, why you do that? Like, why did, what, what was you thinking? <laughs> God said, no, 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 no. Don't think like that. Just be happy that you are where you're supposed to be now. Because there are a lot of people who never took chance to even receive what God really had for them. Or even receive a word or a direction where God was bringing them. Some people didn't even receive the full manifestation of God's glory while they were on this earth and they went home already. Hallelujah. I'm honored that I get, I'm privileged to have that opportunity represented back to me. You have no idea. I'm like, dang God, I'm ready to grab this thing. Like literally, God said, the more you be patient, and trust me, I'm working behind the scenes. You have no idea the things that I'm bringing to pass. You have no idea how many T's I'm crossing and I's I'm dying. You have no idea. I just want you to stay trusting in me. Stay in patience. Patience is trusting in me knowing that I got your best interest in my favor. See, you got to know that God wanted to happen more than you do. God want what's best for you more than you do. So once you become synchronized to that, then everything be starting to flourish and fall in place. And it happens suddenly. Because you're not just looking today, today, huh God, today, today, today. No, you're just like, God, I'll wait on you. 
However you want to do it. I've never been so happy in my life. In my life. Hallelujah. So when God give me these visions and dreams of promises. Now I know how to embrace them. I embrace them with thanksgiving. And not with today, today, <laughs> today, now, now, now. <laughs> you know, just give me this thanksgiving. I'm giving you answers. Please use them. Sometimes your heart can get heavy. It's okay. It's normal. You have a natural heart. There's feeling all these emotions. In the spiritual realm, natural realm, spirit, soul, and body. Hallelujah. And it's okay, but just don't allow your heart to be overwhelmed. But take that feeling and emotion to God. Let God deal with it. That's what he wants. That's what he's there for. Some, some people just don't, you can tell they don't believe as they ought to believe because when you begin to testify miracles and, 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 and uh, release testimonies of the supernatural, they try to find excuses to explain what took place instead of just admitting, wow, God did that. They got to say, oh, it's because of this. Okay. No, God just did that. Some people's hearts are very hardened. This person messaged me this morning out of nowhere from a whole nother country. I'm like, how do they even know? How do they even know how to find me? So me, I, what I do is I listen to the conversation and God allows me to respond how I ought to respond. And come to find out this person is speaking words with no belief. But you a pastor. You, 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 you confess you a pastor. And I'm going to tell you something. Just because you're a pastor don't mean you don't make mistakes. Because you're a evangelist, because you're a teacher, a lawyer, a doctor. I mean, you don't make mistakes. Now, I'm not saying that, so don't get me wrong. What I'm saying is when you confess to me, first of all, before I ask who you are, and when you confess that you're a pastor, I'm going to hold that office to your name. So I'm going to assume you already believe because you confess you are a pastor. But you confess something different behind the office of what you say God has uh, anointed you to be. You begging me for food, saying this is the time of year of giving, and you begging me for money and presents? To give to your country, your nation? Now, there's nothing wrong with asking anything, but when you are synchronized with God, certain things you don't have to ask, you just wait for. Hallelujah. If I had one gift, you know what my gift would be? That everyone believe only. That everyone will only believe. Because I care more about God than anything else. I want to see my father glow in his glory. That he see everything finally how he designed it. He see the manifestation of his children only believing. Think about all these generations, all the way from Genesis. Then you got Moses' generation who was sitting there in the wilderness complaining the whole entire time. God provided food and shelter for them, and they're still complaining. You just got free for how many years of, of, of captivity? One thing about the African-American slave trade that I, I kind of I love to read about. They, they was more receptive to God than the children of Israel. 
When the Africans were brought to America to be slaves, a lot of them were filled with fear and anger, but they still worshiped. They still praised God. They still stuck together. The Israelites began to go against what God was saying, worship false gods. They stopped praising. They stopped praying. And then God had to send all these messengers and these prophets to reconstruct them or reposition them back because they cried out because of all the, the, all the hell they were going through. They were spursing God's wrath, God's punishment. They begin to cry out, did you not hear us? Don't forget your people. You forgot about me, saith God. I never forgot about you. I bought you out. How dare you to sit there and praise another thing that doesn't even have life. And that's how some of us are living today. You're worshiping your car. Worshiping your bank account. I love how God said the root of all evil is money. Money is the root of all evil and it is. People change like that when it comes to money. They could be in their bed. Oh, I got your $200. Oh, for real? Oh, all right. Sudden energy come. They don't want to go to church, but someone called and said, Oh, um, I just I got this money or you trying to make some money? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, I got extra money in my account today. Oh, I'm getting paid today. So this happy Friday. Happy this day. And then when, you're, then when your money go low, you're back to being sad. Not want to be bothered. Then when the money comes again, hey, party time. You made your money your God. You made your money your God. You get happy every time you see money. When you should be happy every time you encounter an, an encounter with God. When God's name is mentioned, it should be a sudden smile upon your face because you know how good your God is. Hallelujah. Not going to hold you too long, any longer actually. But I want you to meditate on believing in God. Ask yourself, do I believe for real? Am I struggling in some areas where I don't believe? I mean, I do believe in certain areas, but some other areas I'm lacking a little bit. Because when that doctor's report come upon you, your faith of your knowing will be tested. See, when you're synchronized of knowing that you know that you know, I don't care what no report says. A lot of us confessing sicknesses in our life and in our body. And ain't even nothing wrong with you. Oh, my head hurt. Oh, I must got a tumor. My chest hurt. Oh, I must got asthma or lung disease. My bladder this. My cells this. Oh, the weather changing. I got to get medicine so I won't get no flu. Hallelujah. There are a such thing as germs. Yes, they are. And that's good. We should always wash our hands. We should always sanitize our things. Because there are germs. But don't confuse it with sickness and disease. Hallelujah. So this day, I want you to know that God is 
who he say he is. And he can do just what he say he can do. And no one's going to ever take that away from him. Because it's already finished. He is who he say he is. So whatever the devil try to bring you away, know that it's already finished. Hallelujah. Enjoy your day. I love you so much. I'll talk to you soon in Jesus' name. Amen.